Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Thank you for coming, everyone. We're learning this today and this week. Leiluya Nishmat Menachem Ben Shmuel Eliezer Veliba. That's Miriam Deutsch's father. Your site is... Huh? What's that? Uh, yeah, Menachem Ben Shmuel Eliezer Veliba. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Rivka Bat Frimit. Rivka Bat Okay, so... I want to, uh, but today, Be'ezrat Hashem, we're going to finish the topic of what we've been learning about the primius, the world of Primius Atfilah. And there's something that we have to do. I, I want to kind of go back to something we, did, we said last week, because I myself, and I would love to know if anyone else had any trouble with this, but I myself caught myself uh, completely uh, forgetting or not having any memory of saying Mode'ani at a certain point in the day. So... What, what does that mean? We kind of redefined Mode'ani last week of saying it in different words, of saying, okay, I think, yeah, Mode'ani Fanecha, and then adding our own words, which was saying, and I acknowledge the fact that you, I'm, I'm, I'm awake here today because you're giving me another chance to give you Nachas. And then when you say it like that, when you say those kind of words, like, you know, Mode'ani Fanecha, thank you for another day, and I'm very much aware that you're giving me the opportunity to give you Nachas. Or, and, and add in whatever else you want in there. It's a different modeani, and your day, is, your day is different. Okay, so one of my so, two things. One is that I realized a number of times that I, don't, I didn't remember saying modeani. But then I said, okay, so I didn't say it then, but maybe it's 1 p.m., or maybe it's 3 p.m., maybe it's 11 a.m. So I'm going to say right now my, my own modeani, right? And then something, uh, something was like, it was like such a deep thing. I had to work through it. Something didn't allow me to say it. And I'm trying to understand what it is, what's that thing that stopped me from then going at 11 a.m. or 3 p.m. or when even like at night, even like at 6, you know, in the evening, 7 p.m. of still saying, and also saying my own personal. So there's this, like, this thing in the air that doesn't allow us. First of all, am I the only one that had the. You did, you too? Not Mazani. Yeah. But last week, I think that you said Adon Olam in English during the... Right, right. I never in my life davened in English, ever. And most of what I daven, I don't understand. I'm very much on automatic. And then all of a sudden, I've been paying attention to the words. Uh-huh. Since we started Shir. So, first of all, I think I would like a Shir on <laughs> davening itself. But I found myself one day saying, um, wanting to concentrate on Adon Olam. And finding myself in Yigdal, and I actually went back to say Adon Olam again, because I was like, I must have said it, I must have said it, because it's or back. Right, right, right. Right, right. right we must I have said it. it. Right. Two seconds later, I said it. I did. You did? I did. In what language? In Hebrew. <laughs> I still have a Hebrew <laughs> Okay, okay. No, no, but that's okay. But that's... I, but I'm trying to, to pay attention to like this small word. I mean, after hearing you say it in English, all of a sudden, like, it's bringing things up. It's like, it's a very big gate opener. I, I mean, I've, said, I've done this a few times, but even in Shemona Asri, I know you're not supposed to do this, but sometimes even in Shemona Asri, I'll stop and I'll say the words in my mind in English, and it's, I'm almost embarrassed. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm here for the first time. I'm here for the first time, you know? Please place our, you know, please put ourselves with those that really want you. Right? If you can keep on doing this, during davening, you'll realize... It's really eye-opening. It's really, it's really eye-opening. It really changes the... That's, that's very interesting. 
But I think that there's something that stops us because then in our minds we're like, this it's, is the way things should be because this is how we've been programmed. And you're trying to right, change the Right, 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 right. Nachon. Maybe for our children that are born here and growing up here, it'll, it's a little bit less like that because their Hebrew is more natural. Mm-hmm. No. I'm just trying to be optimistic right now. I don't know. No, because I, I was not born here, but I've been here since I'm two and a half. So I grew up with Hebrew, uh-huh. but English has been my dominant language. Like you dominant in Hebrew. So mm. I, I mean, all my kids are Israeli, and they all, English is more dominant. And they think in English. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, you think? Right, no, I know. If Frat's a little bit different. Nachon. But it's not only the language. It's not only it's the like language. You can be saying these beautiful words, or I can be saying these beautiful words. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not in the words. You're not in the words, yeah. And then I can catch myself, oh, I said right. that already? When right. did I say that? I mean, where was my head when I was saying that? I and I understand the words, and they're beautiful to me. So it's like, right. like it's, it feels very bad. Do you ever hit a word and you're like not looking in the sitter and it's a word that's in another piece of davening, oh, and then yes. all of a sudden you're like yeah. in that other yeah. piece of davening, and then you're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so embarrassing. It's, really it's embarrassing. so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so but it's here. Here, it's fine. You can say it over here. But um, but let's. I mean, that, that's a very that's a very important thing about. You know, I I feel like I don't say. That's what I think all the time. But I feel like I probably sound like a broken record when I bring these things up. But of course, that's. I think I think it happened to me right now in Shachris, and I got so down on myself. I'm like, but okay, you have to you have to pull me out of here. And I actually, okay, I'll, I'll give you a great example. I, gave, I was like, what are the two words today, right? Last week I was talking about Shiv'ati um, Eilecha, uh, like, like stopping on these two, two weeks ago, Shiv'ati Eilecha, I called out to you, okay? So this morning in Shachris, I was davening, and I'm right, I'd sit right next to the chazan and, and during the week. And... I have no idea if it was fast or slow. I wasn't keeping you know, sense of if, if I was feeling it was fast or not, but I knew where I was, and I was in a little bit of a different pace. And he got to, you know, close to Shmona Asher after, after Shema. And then he said, um, he started saying, right? And then I was like, okay, I got to say, and then I heard myself saying the words really fast just to catch up. And then I got to the words, and I was like, whoa, wait a second. Shem, I already said to myself, Mochel me if I jump two lines to start one ask everybody else. But I, I can't, I can't. Mashpil game ade aretz, umagbiya shfalim ade marom. Mashpil game, you, you cause humility to those that stand like this, right? Those that stand like this, your mashpil game ade aretz, down to the ground. Umagbiya shfalim, and someone who's shafel, someone who holds himself to be low. Up to the highest heights in the world. And I had to do a cheshbon in my mind. I said, in that moment, I can either really have these two, few words. We're talking about the difference of 10 seconds. It's 10, 15 seconds of a difference, right? And I said to myself, this is going to be a big battle. This may, be a, this may have to be a whole reform in our, in our world of tefillah because... If we give ourselves those extra 10, 15, 20 seconds, either our davening will be substantially longer or we have to change the way we daven. So even hearing the words, change the way we daven, is like this scary, uh, these scary words that no one wants to hear because, uh-oh, is he going off the derech? Now is he one of those that are starting to, you know. But Lemaise, I want to have, I don't want to get lost with the word. Like I don't, 
you know, I want to understand the world. I want to say, Adon Olam Hashem. I want to have that. You know, again, even Yedid Nefesh, because it's programmed that when the Chazan finishes in Mincha, Erev Shabbos, Aleinu, Yedid Nefesh, because it's a program and we're already in the tune and this means we're starting now the next piece of the service, you know, soul friend, master of mercy, please draw your servant to what you want from us. Who says these words? Well, we do every week. But we're not aware that's what we're saying every single week. Yedid nefesh, my soul friend, av harach, master of compassion, draw your servant to what you really want. Meshoch avdecha el ritzonecha. And then, I'll run to you like an ayah, like a... Uh, like a, like a deer. This is, this is game, this is revolutionary, but it's really not. It's just actually what's, what's being said. It's just what's being said. Now, a tachbula, a strategy that he's told us, is that if you think you'll be able to feel it and be present and for things to work, when you go to shul and for the button to be on three times a day, without talking to Hashem all day long, you're setting yourself up for a failure. And that was also something that I really took on this past week of our learning. Because I realized Bamash, he, he called it out so true. And this is why, like I know that this last, last week he was more geared towards probably yeshiva bachim or men that have a chiv and they're davening three times a day bekviyas, hopefully in a minion, and even if not minion, they're davening. So again, that pertains to, to people that are davening every single day, but... I'm sure women are looking for a fix by going to shul once a week as well. And it can't happen on this level unless you're talking to Hashem all week long. And then davening, during, davening in shul on Shabbos is just like, you know, attaching yourself to a Masorah that's, that's thousands of years old and being part of a long chain of beautiful tradition. But for the purpose of tefillah, it needs to be what happens when you're not in shul. That's what, he's, that's what he told us last week. It mu- and it starts with that, with that, like we described before, that way of approaching Maida'ani, right? So this is a beautiful, it's a beautiful revolutionary way of looking and thinking of tefillah. Again, I think this is the way of looking and thinking of tefillah when you have Zdom, I keep on forgetting this, Zdom, Mamabul, and Haflaga, Three generations all reincarnated right now in front of your face. I think that's the only way you could actually fight this actual war. If it's all, if it's during the week, if it's all the time, don't bank on on shul. No one should. Be, it could be the greatest shul in the world. Don't bank on shul for the war that is is clearly present in front of us. So therefore, a brother would say, and that's your. That. But it's we realize that it's really it's really not. It's really got to be like all the time, all day, nonstop. So it's lo pashut to just bank on anything for that matter. Um, I would love for each of and every one of you to just notice when you allow yourselves to say the words in English for a second while you're davening this week, when you're benching also. When you're benching, stop for a second in your mind. Say the words in English, if that's what Imam Alashan, which is by everyone. Do you think in English or Hebrew, Esti? More Hebrew than English. You think, yeah. 
But even, so, so tell me something, even if your mama Lushen is Hebrew, you also think in Hebrew probably. No? English? Ah, okay. Who the, Rachel. Okay, so listen. Uh, no, my, tell me what you think. Not to put you on the spot, just so we, we understand this a bit better. What, about, what would you have to do to get to this place of like saying Yedid Nefesh like we did right now in Hebrew, if, if Hebrew is the way you're thinking anyway? Sometimes I go back and I just have to say it again. The, the same exact words. Slowly. Gankin? With concentration. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking like I was thinking of changing the the, the, the melody of Yedid Nefesh, uh, even though even though it's beautiful. Yammer, yeah, Rev Ginsburg's is gorgeous. Yedid Nefesh, Avadacha. Michal Shapiro has a gorgeous one. And, that, and then we stop and we're like, what are these words that we're saying? It's like, we have to change the nigunim. Even like I told you once, like even the, all the Rib Shlomo nigunim people use Friday night, I can't hear them anymore. Like it has, you have to change them. You've got to send out a recording Sunday. Mm-hmm. Can. At the beginning of the week. Tell I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, I mean there are there are these things. There, yeah, there are there are there are. Corin has plenty of those. Art school has uh, meaning. Uh, they exist. I don't know how much time we'd spend though in the English because no, no, I have this. I know it. It's Hebrew. It's in front of me. Nachon, you know it. What's that? Mm, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Not just for al chet, meaning also for right. Right. Is there something wrong with me? Because all I have to hear is people singing. You did. I just close my eyes. I haven't been in shul in a million years. I think that's the problem. No, no. Or the actually not the problem. That's probably why you're in such a the place you're in. Because if you if you were in shul every week, then it would probably become harder to go to the place that you're describing right no, now. No, that was that would happen in shul. Not in shul makes me so sad. Oh you really? Everyone seeing my eyes closed and and especially deep nefesh. Like, mm. Bothers me they go right in. Like, don't even breathe between the end of the minchah. It's like no breath. You go right into deep nefesh. But right. But I I just want to say that I, I do think that music. Helps even if, even if it does make it rote sometimes, and also there's a there's a give and take with Hashem, where you can try and read the English and say the English and take your time, and you're just not getting there. I'm not talking about the, just talking to Hashem all day long because that's from inside. And there are other times where Hashem just gives it to you, and you are there, and you know it's not from you. You mm-hmm. just know, okay. 450 times I dive in this way with not any feeling coming to me. And Hashem gave it to me once, and I go, mm-hmm. that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. So, we can't bank on Yechidim, meaning we can't, we have to, we're trying to develop, we're trying to develop a shita that will work for us yeah. to enhance a bigger picture. So what you're describing is almost like, a shita means a... Um, yeah, yeah, it's like a method. Yeah, a method, a method. So we're trying to develop a, a method that's much more klali for everyone. So he's saying over here, forget English while you're in shul. Forget anything while you're in shul. What's life like when you're not in shul in terms of your relationship with God? 
that far better. <laughs> My vein. But that's no, no, no. Right. I understand. I'm just too distracted. Right. You could daven, but you can't pray. See? Now you see what we just said? Even for mamash, even that, even those words, it's a way we. Uh, oh, when's davening? Or you say, oh, when's praying? For certain people have to hear like prayer. Certain words just evoke some kind of a feeling of like, oh, this is a movement of my soul in a very intimate way with the creator of the world. Davening has become, okay, when's the minion? What time do you daven? What time do you pray? Whatever. For different people, it works differently. It's a matter, it's all language. But we have to find whatever that language is that presses those buttons that make, bring us to a place that it's much bigger than whatever we're accustomed to now. Okay, so having said all that, what, what he's going to be today, we're, we're going to finish this, is again, he's going to talk about what are the things that we speak about to Hashem when we're not davening in shul, which will then enhance our whole world of prayer. So what are certain things you think that you're, it's important to talk to Hashem about during the day? When it's not Davin? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, that, that's what he's saying over here. Don't, don't like keep just like the spiritual stuff for the conversations with God. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? What, do you think God wants to hear about uh, the other stuff? He's like, so you could say, well, maybe God doesn't need to hear anything, but you need to hear what's going on inside of you all day long in the presence of Hashem. So look inside the Od Zion. The bottom of page Lamed Gimel. Does everyone have pages? Whoever needs? Do you have? You have? You have? Oh, you have, you have. Okay, okay, very good. Okay. So look like this. Nekudan osefet yesodit meod betfila vediburim shadam adabarim kono צריך להבין שאדם צריך לשפוך את כל ליבו לקדוש ברוך הוא. לא רק את המסקנות היוצאות לאחר מחשבה ארוכה. Sometimes when we come to Hashem, it's after we already like worked through things, and we've come to conclusions, מסקנות. And then we're like, okay, now I'm ready to talk to you, Hashem. I think that's still, you're missing the point. That's not what it's about. אדם צריך לספר לקדוש ברוך הוא את הכל. בתחילה חשבתי כך, מתנה כך וכך. Oh, Hashem, at first I, I acted and I thought like this because of so and so. וניסיתי וזה לא הצליח, אז חשבתי לשנות ולעשות כך וכך, וגם זה לא הצליח. So I, I started saying, okay, then Hashem, I, I you know, did this, and then that didn't work. כלומר, צריך לספר לקדוש ברוך הוא את כל הרהורי ליבו. You, you must pour out all the different thoughts and contemplations of the heart. ניסיונותיו, trials, ספקותיו, your doubts, וחוסר הכוח להכריע בהם. And also, your inability to come to a decision, to speak about that with Hashem. להכרעה, yeah, it's a, what's a better word for that in English? הכרעה. Yeah, but what's like one word? It's a, no, there's a word. Sure. <laughs> everything a person is going over, right? 
you, you include Hashem in this, b'ptichut yetera, lelo kol ma'atzor shel, key word here, lelo kol ma'atzor shel, busha. Okay. He's, he's addressing, he's putting this like straight on because this is apparently a very big reason why we don't go here. Why don't we go to this place? Generally speaking, because of, of Busha. We think we have to come to Hashem after we already figured things out. Coming to Hashem as like someone that is a Nebuch, it's usually not the way we prefer to do. That's like, he's saying, a default. That, oh, sorry, not default, that's like, Last resort. We think you have to come to Hashem last resort as a nebuch. But really, we say, I have to show Hashem that I have it under control. He says, you have to flush that down the toilet. That doesn't work. Yes? I was very inspired by a lady I heard speak a few years ago whose husband was very sick, very, very sick yeah. in the hospital. She was having trouble with the staff having them do things the way she thought they should be done. And she taught us this technique, if I want, if then, if Hashem, if I want, da, 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 then only you can make it happen. Hmm. Only you. Hmm. And it really, I found it very powerful. Yeah, that's very powerful. It's humility. So he's saying over here, that's where it starts, not where it ends. That's where it starts. Um, fifth line, fourth line from the bottom. It's very hard to explain this. In order to grab what this point of what we're saying is, you tell Hashem everything. It's that you're not holding anything back from that conversation. Even like, I was so angry that I couldn't find the, my, my sock this morning. Now, again, we're trying to establish the, the, what we began in this parak of Kedaber, like from the Chazonish we learned this, that the way a person, the, the goal of tefillah is essentially Kedaber ish el like a person speaking with their friend. When the person speaking with their, fr- with their real friend, you could tell them anything. You, you should be able to tell them anything. There's no busha. Otherwise, we should all have friendships like this. There's no busha. There's no busha. It's not, it's not, I don't have to filter through what I'm saying, and they could hear it. They can macabre it, and I can hear them. And I can hear them. We have to remember that Hashem made us. He made us this way. That we right. Have help. Nachon. I, when I have a friend that I, at 173, I had a friend who thought that she had to shower with the bathing suit on because she didn't want to appear nude in front of Hashem. I said, but you made you that way. Right. I remember it was the 73. But this, this is the same thing on emotional. You have to remember this, Nachon. But you only way you come to that place is, hey, Amanti, ki adaber. I have to speak about it. This is what he's drawing. He's like, all these things that we, we know, kidu in our emunah, they only become real. The emunah we have becomes real to us when it's verbally <coughs> expressed out of us. That's when all the emuna we have becomes verbally, mamash, when it beca- that's, that gives it its reality. <laughs> that you, you share everything and even more. Now, here he says, basically, he's giving us, not an ultimatum, but he's explaining, basically, 
you can either keep on going to shears and learning vorts or accepting this to be a just the reality. Im if this piece is missing, we're like, whatever, I, I like what you're saying, but besides this piece, chaser then really you're, you're, you're lacking with, with this soul sharing with God. Okay. This is a, it's a little bit difficult here at the end. We'll try to explain this as, as, as clear as possible. In Hebrew, you, there's a Chazal have a language that's called Tafasta Merube Lo Tafasta, nechon? What does that mean? What does that, what does that between mean? Tafasta Merube Lo Tafasta. So that that's one way of learning. What's that? Because you're too like all over the place. So you're saying what's a place here that you're trying to do a lot of mitzvahs, a lot of tire, a lot of tefillah, a lot of the whole religious life and everything, but if you don't tofes the nekuda hapnimit, as lo tafasta et kol then everything else you didn't really tafasta, you didn't really grab onto it. What's the point of a mitzvah? Safta, connection, your friend. But if there's not that consciousness within my mitzvahs, and I do a lot, a lot of mitzvahs, right? So, of course, we're saying that's better than living a life of chalila, not doing mitzvahs. God forbid, which they shouldn't come to the conclusion, I'll just, you know, choose one and that I'm feeling connected to. Tafasta, merubah lo tafasta, over here, what I think he's saying over here is, if you don't understand this nikuda in the world of dibur with Hashem, He's, he's not saying this, but we're saying, he's like, I hate to break it to you, but everything else is cute and sweet. But it's not... Yeah, what's the right word? It's not... I don't know. Like, you say it's not... It's not in. It's not... It's like you're missing the point. It's, you're missing the point, but... Okay, you're missing the point, but what does that result in? So you miss a point, and then what? Then everything you interpret is not based on on the right point. You, you and you build a binyan on something false. that maybe falls. Jump to the next paragraph because after the sagraim, look what he says in Chet. This is what he's telling us. Now he says now an additional point, even though I think it's the same point. Just build, just clearing it up. אפילו שיהיה קרוב ביותר לבורא יתברך שמו, יש לו טעויות. טעויות וטעויות. טעויות. Okay, what is he saying over here? Every person, even the person that's engaged in godliness all day long, is filled with mistakes. Why? Because we're not God. Because we're not God. It's a shocker. It's a wake-up call to certain people. We're not God, okay? <laughs> the end, but this is the point. But there's no one that's standing next to a person to explain to them every second, here it's not right, here there's, you did a little bit of a... Uh, we missed it. There's no one next to us every single second pointing, and if there was, we'd kill them. <laughs> some, actually, some of us do have people like that, and we can't take it like that in our lives, right? Therefore, <laughs> 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 
יתחנן לקדוש ברוך הוא, שיראה לו במה טועה, מה הוא טועה, מה צריך לתקן. So he's saying, what a, you know, a, a very important piece of this non-stop engagement with God is not just telling stories and sharing every single thing, but it's also having enough God's comfort zone and trust to, and, and, and באמת, ענווה, to stand before Hashem and say, I really am inviting um, correction you know, from you. Please show me where I'm off. Please, please show me where I'm off. Without Busha, you can't do this, you know. Then Malasot. Holy Busha, right? Without Holy Busha, Yivsha. Now, what happens to a person that never engages in this type of a relationship with Hashem? So they may be building buildings upon buildings upon something in, the, with the, in its foundation that wasn't really correct and meduyak. But they'll never know. Because they never asked for any clarity along their way, show me over here where it's wrong. Show me where I did this wrong. What's the difference between saying, show me what's wrong, or show me what's right? Mm. Because, yeah. Like, show me the right way to go. Is it... Because maybe I really did, maybe I have to, f- fix for the, the future I can say, please, I can't say, Hashem, today, I want you to show me all my mistakes, because then you're basically saying, I'm, you're like, L'chatchila saying, I'm planning on making a bunch of mistakes. We can't live like that, right? But I can go, to, I can go back and say, the things that I already did, started building binyaniman, please show me what I've been, you know, what in its yesod, in its foundation is not right. You wanted to say something? I was going to say, I work well with Meshadim, and maybe it's also benefiting myself, but a yoga instructor, imagine going to like, But you're but you're under the assumption. Well, well I'm already in. Yeah, I'm already here. Yeah. צריך להחזיק בתפילה זו בעומק הנפש. This תפילה of show me, where, show me the, the, the mistakes, you have to hold that in the depth of your soul. כל החיים תמיד להרגיש שיש לו טעות, ואינו יודע כלל מהי הטעות. ולהתחנן לקדוש ברוך הוא שיראה לו מה טועה, ויכוון אותו לאמת. You know, the, when we read these words, these lines, we have a נטייה, we have a tendency to just like, close the, a safer like this, because it's like, no, a person has to be בשמחה, there's no סתירה. There's no contradiction between these last few lines and being בשמחה. Do you understand? There's no סתירה at all. אדרב. I would be so happy to find out how I'm, no? If, if, bless you, there's only one midah that I must have. I must have anava. I must have bittel, because it's amazing how anava and bittel open the gateway to such simcha, because with anava and bittel, I'm so happy for showing, thank you so much for showing me how I'm g- killing my back or my neck, 
even though I think that I'm advancing and everything, I'm actually killing my back or whatever. That's just a great, easy mashal. So, you know, this is, this is very hard because let's say like this, we want to let, we want to, we want to know Hashem about the ta'ut of, of the way that we've been davening or we, we think about tefillah. The problem is, is that because tefillah is such a communal thing, is that we're so eager and keen to let everyone know about their, their ta'ut as well. And that's the lorech. doesn't go. It has to be completely, you know, it has to be a, something that is completely, like, fully the talich, I do, fully, 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 and then let's see where I'm at after that in terms of sharing the gospel. Excuse me, pardon my... Yeah. What does that look like, though? Meaning, if you're asking Hashem to show you what mistakes you're making, right? Are we, are we hoping that it just becomes sort of like clear to, you know, each person internally? Or, it, like, could it actually look like, you know, being told by someone? Mm. Well, that's, again, I think that only through Anava... You can even be open to like this, the, the second part of what you said. It's like, I would love to see where have I like, gone astray. And then, and, then you, and then someone comes to you or you had a shear, and then they, you kind of are explained how something is off, and then the gaiva button gets kicked on. You're like, excuse me, I asked God. <laughs> you know, you don't fall into that category of getting a message, <laughs> of, of, of relaying the message. Mamash, mamash. Like it's, it's exactly that. So I can't answer that until one day I become anav and I know how that works. I don't know. You know I don't know these... But, but I have a question. Sometimes, um, I mean, we're not living with Nevi'im or anything like that. that right. Here. Right. So there's a mashpia. Would that be a person that you could hear from? And... A million percent. I think that's how it was set up, especially in Lubavitch. I think that's, that's very much the... That's how it was set up. You know, that there's someone in your life that, you know, he's there, you invite that into your life. Why do people have such a negative experience? I just want to say, as I'm saying this, to your husband, who was just nominated as the rabbi of Rashid Gancha. It's a huge, I spoke to him before Shabbos. It's a huge, huge thing, but it's a very much, it's a, for years, it's only cracking through the surface now, there's this hitnagdut for Rabbanim. To even have it. It's not the person. It's not about the person. It's, it's the musag. It's the, where does it come from? Where does it come from, the hitnagdut? Korach. Kikola eda kulam gdoshim uvetocham Hashem umadua titnasu al keal Hashem. In its shoresh, there's a holy, there's some kind of a holy vibe around it. It's very hard to, <laughs> to feel the kedusha of it, but there's something holy going on there. But on another level, it's like, I believe in God. You don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me how to fix my mistakes. It takes an, an it takes anava mitzad tzibur to invite, hopefully they're not just in having a rabbi in order to tell them their mistakes, it's also to inspire and to do a lot of other things. But part of it is also, is also like, uh, 
That, that's the role of a mashpia. The role of a mashpia is to help you point out. So Reb Shlomo used to say that you have to, a mashpia has to be very, very careful because the way that you tell someone, you have to basically say, you know, you're so amazing in this. And in that, I can't believe how inspirational you are. You know, over there, I think you need a little, you know, some little nekudot of chizuk, but it's amazing, the whole, everything else that I'm seeing. As opposed to, I'm here to tell you, you know what's how wrong you are, right? I'm here to tell you, you know, what's wrong with you. So, but to get back to where he's saying it over here, and really answering your Shiloh of like, can we go to the, what, what will it take from us to stand before Hashem in our, in a certain point during the tefillah and during the conversations that are happening all day long, or even in, in Moida'ani and saying, can you please show me Hashem, where is there a place that I really missed the boat? And the older we get and the more we don't ask those questions, the harder it is to ask it and the harder it is to hear an answer upon which we can actually act upon. Amash. That's why I'm so inspired by older people that make certain life changes at a later stage in life because to me, it's such gedula. It's such gedula to step out of whatever you thought was right and go to a place that now you think is right. Not because now the way you're doing it is perfect, but because to you, you're open to realizing that you're basically a balanava. You have to be a balanava to do it at a certain age. Any type of big change. But he's saying, let's get that into our rhythm from a young age. Because the older you get without that being part of your natural relationship with Hashem, the harder it'll be. Hashem himself can come down and say, do this. And he'll be like, it's, it's all good. I'll know when you really mean it. Or I'll come up with some crazy, you know. I'll know when you really mean it. Okay, let's go back inside. Um, we're about seven lines from the top. Im lo, in the middle of the, line, in the, middle of the sentence, Im lo chas v'shalom adam yachol itot v'livnot chas v'shalom kol yamav ta'ut al gav ta'ut she'en lagvul. Like we're saying, you can end up building pyramids of what you think is, is a, an established truth, but in its basis... You're doing the movement, you're doing um, downward, what's it called? Downward dog. And you're doing it in a, a horrible way that's killing your knees or something, right? But spiritually, honestly, tefillah, think of tefillah. You're doing it right. Well, what does Yedid Nefesh mean? Oh, it means, you know, Yedid Nefesh, yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? I do it every week. Oh, I know you do it every week. But what does it mean? I know you do it every week. I know you know it by heart. I know I can wake you up at three in the morning and you'll know how to say the words right. But what does it mean? What does it mean? And we need to just stop and say, merciful, you know, mama should just say those words in English to be like, maybe I really don't know what it means. Maybe I just, knowing its meaning has no effect on me. It hasn't, uh, till now, has, mama has nothing to do with me. Dependent on Hashem, which is something we don't like to be. We don't like to be dependent on anybody. It's like against our nature. Tlut, dependency. We, we, we try to like not be dependent on anything. It's all ego. It's all ego. But you really, you're always dependent on the Rebbeinu Shleinam that he should always show you the truth. Because 
And a person that does not have this in, in, their, in their lingo, their whole surah of living is one big mistake. I'm sorry? It sounds so much easier living this way. Because we're in such a world of shakar, who knows what's true? Who, like, to take that responsibility on yourself to make the right decision, you can't. It's so much easier to put it on Hashem and say, you're going to just guide me. But, but, but look, I'm going back to Shoshana, but then what does that look like? You you're right. Your off, you start your day off praying, Hashem, guide me through my day, and even though you make yourself a plan of what you want to happen, it may not happen, and you just go with the flow. You know, as whatever way pushes you. Sounds so easy. I know, but but I think like you you have to keep on revisiting that like thirty thirty times a day yeah. in order for that to be oh, mamish uh, all day long. That's what he that's what he's saying. Yeah. But Miriam, you have to decide that it's got to be an act active thing that you do. It's a conscious decision. It's not mimela zekvar yikre. Because it doesn't. No, nothing's going to happen. But if you're busy and you're doing it, like... But you have to decide this. Whatever was accomplished today was what was supposed to accomplish today. You know, like, I could think that I wanted to accomplish something else today, and I was wrong. But you have to keep on davening for this all day long. Like he says, look, he says, Chayavim litpalel ulitchanen shakadosh baruchu shiarelo etayemet shiarelo matoe matzich litaken matzich lishaper. This is something you have to ask for all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing when you're doing yoga and you come to the class and you're starting from scratch, but when your whole day you know mitzvot, you know what halacha is, how can you be building, if you don't understand what your din is, you're not building on it. Either you're diving what you're supposed to dive on. If you don't understand it, you're not building on it. What are you doing wrong? You hear what I'm saying? But, like, but let's go a little bit, let's go a step back. Forget about your din nefesh. Take the tan. No, no, no. Take the concept, tefillah. Not any tefillah, the concept of davening. Not a tefillah, tefillah, as yoga. Just whatever, you started it. Tefillah as yoga, the actual thing of tefillah. And we're saying, you know all the movements. Correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of the way you said it was very good. You know, meaning you know all the, when someone says a word, you think that you know where to move. Mm-hmm. So in tefillah also, oh, I know, Baruch She'amar, or, you know, Ashrei, I know Shema, I go like, I know to do all those things. I know, right? But I don't know how to do it right. In general. So you understand the difference? It's not talking about a tefillah, I'm talking about the concept of tefillah. What is the purpose? Well, if you don't understand it properly, then you stay in the same place, but you're not building it. Yeah, but you think you are. You've got a whole building going on in your head. You think you are. You think you are. You think you're giving it over. You think it's all... You think that you... you, I'm not Khalila saying you. I'm saying a person. We think we are. We think we're building... building, What does it mean building? Our lives, meaning our our religious life is the building. Our our whole... Our relationship with everything that has to do with Yiddishkeit is part of this building. But in the... Not bechrach. It could be that it's not mushtat. It's not founded on something that in its makor is emet. It could crumble down at any time. Like so many times you hear stories like people around their forties and fifties go flipping out or something. And where did it come from? And you know, like anything that you build, build, build that you think that you're building, if the roots are not 
grounded properly. The grounding, right. but he's saying the grounding is a result of asking Hashem all the time, please show me, sharpen for me, where, what am I ignoring? What am I ignoring? Having enough guts to say, I want to look at what I'm ignoring. Person could build a whole binyan thinking in their mind, they have a beautiful relationship with their child. They mamish believe that. Then one day the kid looks and he's like, you actually think you're close to me? It's happened. Many times. What do you mean? We have all this. Of course, with couples also, but I'm saying it's just a little bit more stings, like it stings to even hear a, a, a possibility like this. What do you mean? We built this whole relationship together. We, every Sunday I took you to pizza. Yeah. I think, but you know what the problem, part of the problem is that it was robbed by it. Like, when I, if I would say, God loves you, what does that make you feel? What, what religion does that sound like? Yeah, it doesn't, unfortunately it doesn't sound Jewish, even though it's the most Jewish thing in the world, but it was kind of like robbed from us. That, that They took that whole world of the language of intimacy and they took it to there. And it's a take when we have to do to reclaim it. I'm yeah. always saying I'm born again. Because once I moved to Israel, I feel like my neshama is uh, on a higher level, you know? And yeah. I, I, I do wake up in the morning, and then, and like from last week's year, you said, like, tell Hashem that you're going to get from Manachas mm-hmm. and all this. And I was relate, I was telling this story to a neighbor of mine, and she, her eyes, like, glowed, like, wow, that's, like, deep, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, look, I, I'm starting to do that now, like... Hashem, I'm going to give you nachos today. Or like, okay, my plan is to do this, this, and this, and this. But like, I know that you're in charge. It's like, my plan's going to change no matter what I plan. Because you're the one that's doing it. So we're, I guess we're, Hashem, we are reclaiming a little bit that this language. It was taken from us. We're, we're, met, we're robbed from it. It was completely stolen from us, this way of talking. Yeah, this is Chen. Reb Nachman opens up Likutei Maran. First time in Likutei Maran, Reb Nachman says, right now the Chen, like this, this is Chen, a Chen at a kind of relationship. He says, Chen v'achashivus nimtza etzlam. It's not, it was for some, I don't know what, how, whatever, Chen, maybe a result of Galut. Chen, this way of talking, this is a Chen at a kind of relationship, was taken, and now our job is to, we have, to, we have to reclaim it. This is our language of love. This is, this is the most Jewish way of sounding. And these are all elements to provide us with, this, with reclaiming this, this Lashem. And I think, and I, and I keep on, like I have your question right now in the back of my head. I, I think that the more we, we vacate space of all the stuff we think we're sure of in our mind, if we really ask Hashem, please show me like, where I may have been off, but I'm re- and I'm also saying, and please, like, I'm okay if you take away from me all the things that uh, I was so clear on, and it might seem like my building will crumble for the bigger picture, and Laman being connected to something so much more mushrash, 
it's okay, but please don't let me break from it. Like, hold my hand while I, while I decompose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the, whatever the... Decomposing the, is really gross. <laughs> nachon, nachon. And, and decomposing means also, like, you're, put, you're being put into mud, and you can't even see it in the beginning. But you have to have a Yeah. You have, constant you have to... Know that everything that Hashem does, even if he, I was in a ta'ut, I didn't go the right way. Right. At least now, Hashem tells me what. This is the Torah of Eretz Yisrael. The Torah, the Gemara says, Elam ken nichshal bahen. The only way you stand on Divrei Torah, they become yours, is when you're nichshal bahen. Ma keshel Eretz Yisrael. Did we make any mistakes as a people before we started walking towards Eretz Yisrael in the Torah? Not really, because no, A, we weren't a people, but B, there was no need for that. The Torah is showing us the closer we got to Eretz Yisrael in the Torah, the more mistakes we started making as we got closer to where we're supposed to be because we're about to establish a relationship and the Taoyot are inevitable. It's, I heard something very interesting uh, why, why Jacobson spoke about the thing that's spoken about mm-hmm. all over is that the... the more we find faults in the society of people that are... We thought they were wonderful, and suddenly they're not. Mm-hmm. He said, "This is good because it means that we're getting purified. We're getting, mm-hmm. we're getting the garbage out." Amen. So we were. Amen. Higher, like, Amen. Like, like he said, wine, and then he also said, like shemen. You know, the, <laughs> you purify it. Yeah. So. Amen. <laughs> amen, and the amen a million times over. Say, I wanted to say one thing, if you, if I may. Um, you said something that this they took it from the the, the ahava. Right. I'm thinking about something else. I mean, Hashem gave Bnei Noach seven mitzvot. Right. Did did he rob us of it? Did, did, are we not supposed to do it? Did he take it away from us? No. No. He no gave way. it to them, so right. they should be doing it also. Right. So maybe the ahava that they. Uh, that they uh, demonstrate to us means that we need to do this even more because Hashem gave for sure. us first and it's not... But when I said there, I want to clarify. When, and this is a bigger theological prob- like discussion. When they say God, I, know. I don't know who they're referring to. So I, I understand the language, but you have to be very careful. I don't, I don't look at anything they do to, to JC not C, to J, and learn from that anything. Maybe I learned what not to do, but the, the dibur, that's what I was talking about, the language of love. Nachon, I could learn more from them. No, I didn't need to, to learn more from them. I, I mean that, um, you know, they, they, there's a saying, if you see something wrong with Nachon. somebody... Nachon, has to do with you, Nachon. So if you see something that doesn't sit well when you hear them talk about love, maybe they took it to another place. Right, and we have to lachzir to lashorish. Nachon, nachon, nachon. I once went to a funeral that um, my, my non-Jewish friend went to, and I ended up having to go into a church. And I remember the, the priest or whatever said, um, just turn to your neighbor and just shake their hand and say, I love you. It's like, we don't do that in shul. <laughs> you have to come to our shul. <laughs> I want to finish the last five lines because this is the end of this whole parak. Shoresh abayai 
the source of problems is, שיש דברים שאדם בטוח שבהם הוא בוודאי לא טועה, כך ודאי צריך לעשות. You see this in shuls a lot. No, this is, the, this is what we do. This is the right minute. This is the right thing. I'm sure of it. ככל שאדם מתבגר, the more a person gets older, בגרות רוחנית, spiritual maturity, spiritually, becoming more mature, הוא מבין שאין מושג כזה כמעט של בטוח. The closer you get to the place of, I'm not certain about anything. על כל דבר צריך לבדוק, you have to check everything. ולהתפלל שמא טועה, and even that, maybe I am wrong and it's okay if it's revealed to me. שהקדוש ברוך הוא יאיר את עיניו בזה, God should enlighten my eyes with it. זו נקודה שמקשה על רבים את ההתקדמות בעבודת השם, וצריך זהירות רבה בזה. We need a lot of, a tremendous יד דשמיא to, to really crack through this place of being certain about everything. I'm not talking about עיקרי אמונה, I'm talking about how to implement my אמונה. And this, I mean, this is amazing, because what is he saying? This is what the world of tefillah was meant for. The world of tefillah wasn't meant for just telling Hashem, thank you. It's not the only thing that it was meant for, even though it's a Yesodi thing. But it was meant for telling Hashem, I'm going to tell you everything. And in that everything is also like these deep, deep, deep like Hashem, I'm such a bad guy. Like I wish I wasn't so full of guy, but I wish I could be in a place of sincerely asking you to show me where I'm wrong. So until I'm able to do that, please help me crack that wall. That's also a tefillah. That's also a tefillah. Don't wait, he's saying like before, don't wait until you're a Baal Anava to then start the conversation. Start now. And, and this is how, like, like Rabbi Akiva, this is how water, you know, drop by drop goes on the, on the rock. And until eventually, it does become a nupat, but it really takes consistency. Consistency with tefillah like this. This is a completely new approach and a different way of understanding tefillah. And I just, I think that there's a few very key things over here that, that I definitely have, have felt very, uh, um, very inspired by. And I think that the moment we don't leave davening for a thing that happens in shul, all this starts to actually make sense. You understand? The moment Bemet, like I don't leave my, my engagement in talking to God in a shul, then I can actually understand how these things, what he's saying, mamash, b'heseg yad, they're really, b'heseg yad, that he said, they're really attainable, you could reach them. From the outside, I don't know exactly what it sounds like, how it works and everything, but I know that I believe in the inside, I vacate whatever I, all my have-to-be's and truths and everything, while I dive in Hashem, please don't let me crumble completely. I'm willing to, you know, like she said, born again. And whatever that means, but just to make your name greater in the world. I think when we attach it to that kind of tefillah, we receive strength while we're doing something that kiviachol is supposed to make us feel very weak. If I'm ridding myself of everything that I stand upon, I should be feeling very weak and shvach. But when I invite this consciousness into the way I ask for it, I actually become, I become much stronger. And we'll each discover it as we, as we do the work, as we do this work. Shukran, everyone.